0: Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Cece. How are you today? I am great. Are you excited for fall? Very much. Oh, love fall so much. Mm-hmm. So, I figured I would switch up our mini myths a little bit for this kind of last episode of our in between season, I guess. Yeah. We have a new season coming out in just a couple of weeks. But we wanted to finish up our mini myths on a on a high note and I thought so I for those of you who don't know me personally, I am a humongous book nerd. I love to read. I always have a book on me. And one of my favorite genres is horror, unsurprisingly. That's um, true. It's very true. <laughs> I also really like romance. I don't know how they go together, but they do. They they don't. <laughs> they go together in my brain as things I love. But it's fine. But I figured with autumn on the way and our new season coming out that it might be kind of fun instead of talking about something haunted or supernatural to highlight one of my favorite horror authors. I am excited about this. I am too. <laughs> Cause I think I know who you're doing and I think I've only read one thing by him. So I would love to know more about him. Awesome. So this is maybe going to end up being more about his books and less about, like, his history. But I wanted to talk about Stephen Graham Jones. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who have not heard of Stephen Graham Jones, he is a Blackfoot Native American author from Texas who currently works as a professor at the University of Colorado Boulder, at least at the time that we're recording this, he does. (laughs) He has been publishing since year 2000 with a book. Uh, his debut novel was called The Fast Red Road. I'm not sure if that's still in print and publication. Mm-hmm. I know some of his older books are really hard to get your hands on because they have fallen out of print. Oh. But... Um, i always wondered why books fall out of print or like... I think sometimes it has to do with like agreements with publishing houses and like or if it was self-published I'm not I don't have a lot of information on some of his older works I just know that when he kind of hit the hit the ground running in 2020 and like kind of became a common name in book circles Mm -hmm. people were like oh we love his debut novel and he'd actually been writing novels for 20 years Uh, so he does have some oldies between 2002 and 2017, he won a variety of awards. I think all total at this point in his career, he's won like nine or ten. But he's yeah, he's won things like National Endowment for the Arts Fellowships. He's won a variety of Bram Stoker Awards. He's won some Locus Awards, all kinds of sci-fi and fantasy and fiction. Mm-hmm. I think, I think award places don't know what to do with horror, so they tend to kind of sometimes fall into <laughs> horror and sci-fi <laughs> categories when it comes to awards. Yeah. But he's, he's had like a, a lot of awards under his belt. He's a fantastic writer. And he kind of got put on the map in 2020 with his book, The Only Good Indians. Okay. I don't that know if that's the one you've not read. Not the one that I've read. The Only Good Indians won a Ray Bradbury Prize for Speculative Fiction. And also won a Bram Stoker Award. And it is this really neat story about these men that are haunted by a poor decision they made in their past. As most of us are. That is, well, (laughs) so it manifests as this kind of elk spirit. Okay. (laughs) That is coming to exact its revenge which maybe sounds like it doesn't quite do it justice as a story. There are some parts in that story that turned my stomach. There are other parts in that story that I thought, oh my gosh, this is just like so genius. Like, and it's got this great authenticity to it. And it's very obviously written by someone who is very talented at Mm -hmm. writing horror Something I really appreciate, a lot of Stephen Graham Jones books take place on reservations star Indigenous and Native American characters. And he doesn't shy away from the their lives and how mm-hmm. their lives operate and kind of the, the folklore behind Native American cultures, as well as some of the struggles that they face. It really is just, it's so well done. And that was the first... Actually, that was the second Stephen Graham Jones book I read. The first one I read was a collection of short stories called When the People Lights Had Gone Off. Something to that effect. I should have written down the name of that, which was great. And I thought, oh, this is really good. And then The Only Good Indians came out. And I was like, oh, hey, that's that author I just read this short story book from. Mm -hmm. Let's, Let's check it out. Let's see. And honestly, it kind of blew me away. And I thought to myself... This is an author I need to watch out for. This is somebody I want to keep seeing what they're writing. So in 2021, I think, or late 2020, his next novel, it was 2021. I have it in my notes. His next novel, My Heart is a Chainsaw, came out. And I thought, I've got to read this book. I need to know, I need more of this author, for one. Mm -hmm. And it got a lot of buzz. It's another Bram Stoker Award winner. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had to know about it. So you said you read it. That was you the think one I read. It? I liked it. I, I thought, thought it was, it really was great. I just, Jaws. Yeah. Jaws. It, you will never think about Jaws, I think, <laughs> honestly. So, like, for people that haven't read it, My Heart is a Chainsaw is the story about this girl who, after having left town for a while, has returned. She's obsessed with horror movies. She references them in regular conversation all the time. I think she's awesome. And she notices this new girl in town and puts kind of these pieces together in her head. And she's like, oh, that girl is a final girl. And she's like, that must mean we're about to enter a slasher. And next thing she knows, there is murders, like, murders happening in the town. She's trying to convince this girl that this girl is the final girl. This mm. girl thinks she's crazy. Everyone I mean, thinks she's crazy. Yeah, I was going to say everyone thinks she's and out of her mind. And <laughs> it kind of goes from there. I loved it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I cried at the end. I did not cry at the I cried at everything. I but know. i the end of that one is maybe one of my favorite endings in a horror story. <laughs> so Even though it was not a horrific ending. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I, no, I, I wasn't crying because I was scared. I'll put that out there. I was crying because it just tugged at my heartstrings. It was like the wholesome. Best I don't know if I'm calling wholesome. Yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't wholesome. I'm kidding. <laughs> And so, part of why I felt the need to talk about Stephen Graham Jones was because I think, especially for the time of year that we're in right now, his 2023 sequel to My Heart Is a Chainsaw, which I guess is going to end up being a trilogy, uh, Ooh. the third novel is in the works right now. It was called Don't Fear the Reaper. Is the sequel. That sounds like something I would love to read. I had to get in the car and drive multiple towns away from my house to find a copy of it the day it came out. I could not wait. I mean, I think at this point it's everywhere. But was it good? It was fantastic, Jess. Fan- so I am a very slow reader. I do not read quickly. I read a lot and I listen to some audiobooks. But like, I'm a slow reader takes me a while. I get that. Sometimes I have to reread a sentence like three or four times yeah. to comprehend it. <laughs> and I have like a narrator in my head who reads and he reads very slowly. Yeah. I don't know why I have a male narrator in my female brain. But some people don't have an inner monologue or a narrator. It's I don't think weird. my husband does. I don't get it. Mm. But so I read very slow. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I finished this book in a week. Like could not put it down. And if I remember correctly, like My Heart is a Chainsaw was not a small book. It was No, it was they're, pretty thick. they're pretty hefty. And so is the sequel. But the sequel is, it is just 100%. First off, I can't, I don't normally say that the sequel is better than the original. And it was. <laughs> it took where the original, where the first one left off and ran with it it's been a couple of years There's a little bit of a time jump the main character is back in town at the same time that a convict has gotten out of his prison transfer there was like an accident and Mm -hmm. he has escaped and he has come to town identity (laughs) she is back in town everything's about to go down she's kind of had some changes in her life where she is no longer the girl that she was and she's trying to separate herself from the person she was mm-hmm. in the first book and things are pulling her back in and every chapter is named after a famous slasher movie and this just it is completely a love letter to the slasher film i love that so it's much it's so good i remember i finished it at like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> i was like laying in bed my husband's sleeping beside me and i just was like I need somebody to talk to about this. Like, (laughs) how can he be sleeping right now when I have just had my world rocked? Like, it is fantastic. And I think if you are, I'm assuming if you're listening to us, you're a fan of spooky stuff. You probably love horror movies. If you like to read, if you enjoy horror and you have not checked out Stephen Graham Jones, I highly recommend adding him to your list. I really think he's got, like, next Stephen King potential. And I have it's his, just so good. <laughs> what is it? The Last Good Indian? I have that one on my list. Oh, I The might, Only Good Indian. The yeah. Only Good Indian. I have to move that one up on my list of things to read now. It's so good. And it's like... And I have to add, what is it? Don't Fear the Reapers? Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah. And I don't know the name of the third novel. I do know... If you follow him on Twitter, he has made a comment about how the third one is like in the works. I think he just recently finished touring for the second one. It came out in like February or March. Mm-hmm. But just in terms of writing, the writing is great. The story craft and the storytelling is fantastic. Like I said, there are scenes that will turn your stomach and then there are other Those scenes are my favorite. that kind of <laughs> give you this like compassion in these horror novels. I highly recommend them. I think as we're coming into Autumn, if you are a reader and you want to add things to your list, he's one to check out. I think it's really hard to get a really well-rounded experience in the horror genre without at least checking him out and seeing Mm -hmm. if he's for you. I think he's absolutely fantastic. Both My Heart is a Chainsaw, the sequel, and The Only Good Indians were five-star reads for me, so... Yes. I was really excited to share it. We're going into autumn. I'm like, it's time to dive back into horror novels. It's time. I read romances at the beach and horror yeah, <laughs> in the say. winter. So time to get rid of those romances. <sighs> I can't help but I love them too. I mean I love them too. So like I get but, it. but like they still they, they make no sense. The mm-hmm. fact that I love both of them. Like I, don't I know. understand it. Nope. Same. I'm the same way. But it's it's spooky season is upon us. And I think if you're looking for a solid, good, spooky author. Check out Stephen Graham Jones. Yes. That's all I have for that for That's today. It. I am so glad that you shared that because not that I forgot about My Heart is a Chainsaw It's like how could you forget it? But like honestly, I was completely I shocked when I read the sequel and was like I, I loved the first one. I did not think it could get better. And then it did. And then it did. So I'm glad that we talked about this because now I have to move those things up on my reading list. I completely agree. We need to share a reading list anyway. Yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much if you have been following along with our kind of, we've been kind of referring to it as season 2.5. between the, you know, All of our notes are season 2.5. Yeah. So thank you so much if you have stuck with us and you have still been listening. I think season three is going to be out in just a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. We will release a trailer beforehand because even though I don't think we really need trailers, they're kind of fun to put together. They are. It'll probably be like next week or maybe the week after. Yeah. And then uh, I think, was it, the last week of September, right after fall starts, we're going to be back here with season three. We have moved out of New England. If you can hear my paper shuffling, it's because I do things on paper. (laughs) But Jess is going to start us off with some pretty creepy folklore. We've got some great places to check out, some mysterious missing persons, I think we're in for a really great season three. We have like a holiday one set up, like a holiday specific (laughs) episode, and it's going to be amazing. I'm really, I think we are in for a treat this fall. Yes. All right. So thank you all for listening, and we will catch you in season three. Thank you.